Hey guys, have you heard about Anchor by Spotify? It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a few others. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And I save the best part for last. It's totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. of the intellectual stew with yours truly james kirkland and i am super super excited to be here again on tonight uh for those that are listening by way of uh facebook live you feel free to go to disco 100 radio on youtube Uh, when you get there make sure you like it make sure you subscribe Um, if you want to watch the replay i'll have it on mine tomorrow but tonight we are excited to be here for the intellectual student where we are not sipping tea but instead we are serving stew and tonight we're going to uh, have a uh, interesting topic we're going to talk about dealing with disappointment uh, i'm excited tonight because uh and i wanted i mean i was going to do it by myself tonight but uh, i thought better of that i brought in uh, two of my children I brought in Trey and Kendra. Y'all say hello to the viewers tonight. Hello. Oh, I'm messing up trying to do too much, y'all. But listen, um, so we're gonna get started with this dealing with disappointment thing tonight. Listen, disappointment, disappointments are inevitable. All of us at some point in life is just going to happen. We're going to face t- some type of disappointment i mean it's 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 wonderful i mean it would be nice if life came with an exemption card from trials it would be nice if life was constructed in such a way that when we were created that it was a way that we could uh, put a little uh put a little caveat or a little uh, disclaimer that says that you don't have to go through any trials you don't ever have to get sick you don't have to go through any of those types of things but unfortunately that's not the life we live in this life, we are going to face disappointment. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how young you are. If you live in this thing called life, 
You're going to go through some difficulties. You're going to go through some disappointment. But the good thing about it is that I like to use a little slogan that the difficulties that we go through, they were not designed to destroy us. But instead, if we look at them properly, they were designed to develop us. Because the truth of the matter is whatever we go through, it's just good. It's, it's also uh, it's also just the reality that whatever we go through, we also grow through because what we do is we pick up experience as we go through what we go through. So tonight, Trey and Kennedy and I, we're going to talk about uh, some disappointments that we might have experienced uh, in our life, in our lifetimes. And and uh, and 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 hopefully uh, uh, through this conversation. If you're there and you and you want to call in and talk about some disappointments you might have gone through and how you handled them, we would uh, you can call us at 678-638-6626. Kimberly Fox Steps. I see you on here. I see John Wilson. I see some others. Um, good to see you all. But we're talking tonight about dealing with disappointment. Trey, um, have you ever have you can you think of some disappointments that you've experienced in your 23 years. Oh, yeah, you had a birthday yesterday. Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Appreciate it. All right. Kennedy had a birthday last week. Happy belated birthday to her. Thank you. They've all, they've both gotten a year older <laughs> since the last time we were on, uh, since they were on the show. I've had a couple of birthdays since, I mean, a couple of uh, shows since my birthday. We're all, uh, we're all July babies. We were all, there were these three in our home was three, with July babies. That's why wasn't a whole lot of uh, drama. <laughs> Not in our bedrooms. Might have been another bit, but it wasn't a whole lot of drama in, in that house. We uh, we all, because uh, cancer's a little different. We we like to kind of chill by ourselves and kind of keep the drama down. So we kept we we kept a lot of the drama down. But I'm July 6th, Kennedy's July 12th, and Trey's July the 18th. Uh, but Trey, let's talk a little while. Have, let's talk about some of the disappointments that you might have experienced and how did you have. Hey, Vicky, how you doing? How did you handle those disappointments? My most uh, recent disappointment, I would say, was when I tore my labrum in my left shoulder sliding into a base. But I will say, disappointment is relative because it's all about how you react to your disappointment. All right, we'll get and we'll get to that. We'll get to that portion of it. You're right, because mm -hmm. it's de definitely everything. About that's why, and that's why I say like it was disappointing at the time, but like my switch clicked, so it was so fast. That's where I perfect. Like, I'm good, you know. And I, yeah, we, and we're gonna unpack that a little bit more because I I, I really want to talk about that. I, mean, I think that's. I mean, I was kind of touchy on whether or not we wanted to deal with that subject because that's your personal yeah. testimony. You know what I'm saying, but but we, we'll uh, we'll we'll definitely get there. Kenny, can you think of anything in your life that that served as a disappointment for you? Mm, I think my freshman year, the mm -hmm. way that I tore my labrum, I was a little disappointed in myself with because I know I was just like playing around mm -hmm. and I could have easily avoided it. Okay. Maybe it was destined to happen, but just the way that it happened, I did not like. So tell us, tell us what what it means to tear your labrum and how you and how you did end up tearing your labrum. For the ones that are listening, I I felt the I felt like a pop or a snap when I was just throwing sidearm, just goofing around. So that just meant that I wasn't playing softball for six months. Okay, and then let's let's set that stage. What that means is Kennedy played. Kennedy's always played travel softball, and her sophomore year, uh, she was as she said she was right. playing freshman year. I'm sorry, freshman year she was outside practicing and. They were playing around, doing some little sidearm drills, a sidearm playing, and when she threw the ball, she threw it improperly, and she and she popped a labrum. And when she popped a labrum, we took her to the doctor, and one doctor wanted to have surgery, 
another doctor, Dr. Kevin Flife, shout out to Kevin Flife. Uh, he said, no, he didn't want to do surgery. Uh, he said he recommended that we do therapy. And we ended up doing therapy. And she ended up coming back. But did you talking about that disappointment? How did it make you feel? I think, I don't know if it made, because I just, I was so obsessed with softball at the time. Mm -hmm. I just hated it for myself. I didn't understand, like, what sitting down would feel like. I didn't like it at all. Um, but that just set me up to be more responsible in the future mm -hmm. and not take for granted what I had. All right. All right. So that's um, that's a good point. That's a good point to segue into what, what, what we're using for a definition for disappointment. Uh, definition of disappointment is sadness or displeasure caused by the non-fulfillment of one's hopes or expectations. Sadness or displeasure caused by the non-fulfillment, non-fulfillment of one's hopes or expectations. Trey, let's go back to you. You said that it, you, you were disappointed when you slid into second base. I mean, because I, I remember that. that meant, and when it, because Ken, mom was out of town, Mackenzie and I were on our way to Alabama to watch you play because y'all were playing the doubleheader that day. And so when we got ready to head out, uh, you text me. I think of you probably the second, first or second inning, whatever it was. You said, Dad, don't come. Mm. And I said, why? He said, dislocated shoulder. And all of a sudden, as a dad, a whole bunch of stuff starts going through my head. You know, like, okay, this is a dislocated shoulder. He'll mm -hmm. wrap it up. You know, he'll wrap it up. A few more days, you'll be back on the field. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Now, and, and, and so let's go back even farther because um, as a baseball player, you've been playing baseball since you were four years old. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at this definition you gave me. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I'm wondering if what I wanted was to play in the major leagues mm -hmm. or was what, what came with playing in the major leagues. Oh, wow. Okay, unpack that thought. Okay, so I've seen in, in what I do now, I see people live how they want to live, do whatever they want to do, okay. drive these nice cars, mm -hmm. go on all these trips, mm -hmm. and they don't have to lift a finger if they don't want to. Wow. And but and I, and I And some people bust their butts every day mm -hmm. playing – 162 games, training 250 plus days a year, hurting every day to get those same things. You know what I'm saying? And it makes me wonder if I liked what came with it more than liking it. But now that to that's good, and because it, it's really just off reading this definition of non-fulfillment of hopes or expectations. And my expectation was to achieve what I still can achieve now, just in a different path. Well, that's good. That's real good. Now. But you're going, you're still going to step three, and I want to stay at step right. one. <laughs> I want to stay at step one for a second, because you, you, because and 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 what you what you proved, and and I want to get into that even more. So a minute, uh, is that uh how how a mature reaction to disappointment. Mm -hmm. But let let's talk about the initial stages of that disappointment. Because setting the stage, you start training. You you played t ball at four. Mm -hmm. I I remember that. And on that team, uh, there were a bunch of little boys, of course, all of y'all were four years old. And I never will forget how if the ball was on the ground, that all of them would be diving on the ground, mm -hmm. reaching for the ball. And while they were all on the ground reaching for the ball, you would be standing by yourself with your arms folded like, mm -hmm. I ain't getting that <laughs> because you had it. You know what I'm saying? And even when you played shortstop, you know, you used to, you used to be scared to throw the ball at first because you knew the boy couldn't catch the ball or he would hit it. So you started mm -hmm. slowing down your throw. So... 
And then we, then as we progress, you know, being cut from stuff. Let's talk about that. Remember, eleven years, eleven years old, we tried out for a travel team, mm -hmm. didn't make that team. Mm -hmm. Was that was that a disappointment for you? Uh, I guess back then, but what, it means so little in the I, grand scheme. Yeah, you I, know. I, and I and I and when I look at it in in reverse, I think we might have, I might have been more disappointed. Probably. Then you probably were disappointed. Probably. Because like when you didn't make one of those uh. One, I'm not gonna say that organization's name because right. I'm not giving no free pad press. Yeah. But when you didn't make that team, every time we played against them, I would be in the car trying to hype you up, and you probably batted about 700 against that team. You know, that's, you know what the team I'm talking mm -hmm. about. And you would hit that. I mean, they some of them got players playing at University of Georgia. Some of them made the leagues, right? Well, not the major leagues, but in the mm -hmm. organization. But you would bruise them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you went to JUCO, did your thing in JUCO, did your thing in JUCO. Uh, went to uh, D1, did your thing, took them to the re uh, regionals and played on the highest stage. Never will forget the ESPN man ran out the booth mm -hmm. to run downstairs to tell you how good, you know, how much he enjoyed watching you play baseball. Right. And he couldn't wait to see you play in the major leagues. And then we were going for this again. COVID comes and, and during COVID season, I think you were batting right at about 330. I already had four or five home runs. I mean, you were locked in and then COVID comes. But then during that time, there's there's a term there's a term uh, called uh, in strategic planning called a sigmoid curve. Y'all ever heard of that term? Okay. What a sigmoid curve is is see, typically when an organization you want an organization to peak, right? But sometimes while it peaks, instead of peaking, it plateaus. And so when it plateaus, that means there's no more growth, right? It's just right. Called, it's a cross growth. But what happens is a Sigmoid coach, Charles Sigmoid was one of the strategic planners. He says before organization peaks, I mean, before organization plateaus, then you grow in another direction. And even that year while you, during COVID, you I mean, you were pledging, you were keeping straight A's in school, you were doing all of these things, I mean, and you were doing all these things. And at the same time, you picked up a career or picked up what, what at that particular time, did you think it would be a career or you did think it would be a career? And so because you thought it could potentially be a career, you started planting. You know what I'm saying? It's like a garden. I mean, you, my, you, my dad had a garden when I grew up, and it was right behind our fence in the backyard. And in the same garden, it wasn't even a full acre. I mean, it was just a little plot of land. But in this plot of land, he had, like, he had sweet potatoes. He had tomatoes. He had several different vegetables growing, growing in the same garden, right? So while you're in college, right, you here you are. You're playing baseball full-time. You're pledging a fraternity that you love now. Uh, you're making straight A's in school. And you are studying. Every time I called you, you're like, Dad, I'm studying. Dad, I'm studying. Dad, I'm studying. But now you make more money now sometime, someday in, in a day than a lot of people make in a month. Right? Mm -hmm. And so, but doing that, you took your disappointment and didn't allow that to drown you. <laughs> But you kind of turn you, you know, you you exchange beauty for you, you know, you exchange beauty for ashes. You know what I'm saying? You turn your mourning into dancing, and that's a really, really strong uh, a perspective. What do you think that resolve came from? Mm, well, like I said earlier, I think I want. You know what I like? I like doing the cool stuff in baseball. I like hitting home runs, making diving plays, stuff like that. But I started to lose my love for the process of it. Wow. You know. And that's and, and that's what I came to the realization of. And I won't even I won't blame anyone, but I, I can I felt it before the season started, really. I felt it. It, it, it showed. You know, you know when yeah. it's just like you're not really feeling so so much anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. And and I'll say throw it out there. The twenty twenty season, going into that year, 
we had people staying after, hitting extra, yada, yada. But it's like a culture change. And and you are who you surround yourself with. I will say that. And and it just wasn't that same energy around the team. Wow. And even that affected us as a team this year. Mm-hmm. And we saw how that ended up, you know. So I'll say all of it wound up playing together. So at the beginning of the season, did you think you were still going to go pro? I, it, I, it, I did it, off of simple just talent. Okay. I did off of just my talent. Because you, you know still I mean? have the talent. Yeah, have the talent. I know I, I can do it now if I wanted to, but okay. it just I don't want I don't want to that bad. I don't want to that bad. I don't I don't I don't love the process anymore of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and, and I, I get it. I get it. I, I appreciate it. And so that 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 means is that you did deal with the disappointed. All right, what time is it? Nine forty six. Are we gonna give away our first T shirt tonight? We listen, we did a uh, we did a contest uh, the other day. I asked those to share uh, a, a particular post or to like that post. What are, tell me what was all the what were all the rules of the contest, Trey? You had to like the post. Okay. Tag two friends and subscribe to the YouTube channel. All right. So, Kendra, who is our first winner? Our first winner is Kimberly Fox Steps. Kimberly Fox Steps. All right, Kimberly, if you're listening right now. You win uh, T-shirts. Hold it up, but I think I've got to make sure it's the right size. But this is this is one of the T-shirts right here. If you can see that, if you can see that, it says hashtag on the path to better. It says hashtag is on the path uh, to better. Vic, uh, I'm Vicky Hayden says Trey is an extremely intelligent. Oh, my kids are intelligent. I appreciate that, <laughs> but I appreciate. It. All right, so the sadness of displeasure caused by the non-fulfillment of one's hopes or expectations. Now, I want to give you all some examples of some things that might be disappointing. And if you all want to add to that list, y'all let me know, okay? One of the first things I think that can lead to being disappointment is your choices. Would y'all agree with that? All right. Another one that can lead to things that would disappoint you would be actions or inactions of a loved one. Because you say, you know, you sometimes you put a loved one in a position mm-hmm. that you know that you really, really love. Kim, I need that uh I need your address so I can send you you won the first t-shirt. You won the first t-shirt, Kimberly Fox Steps. But actions or inactions uh of a loved one. So um that could definitely be a thing that disappoints. Another thing that's disappointment is underachievement, whether it be not making enough money, that'll do it to you. Uh, because sometimes not making enough money will leave you inadequate. Definitely leave you feel, make look, make you feel like you're inadequate anyway. Another th- uh, m- another thing is underachievement as it relates to time. Don't have you know you you know you don't you don't get time back. You know if you try to set something up and you don't com- uh, finish it in that allotted time or in that situation, then that can be disappointing as well. Uh, where you work at, what kind of job you have, that kind of work. Those work. Man, if you if you're not working in in something that you know, I tell I used to tell y'all a lot. Try to find something that you're passionate about and make that pay you. And now that's interesting, Trey, because you said and Kennedy as well, because you played softball uh, until you were all the way through high school, and you still play now. I mean, but did you lose a love for it at a certain point? Uh, definitely. After my junior year, okay. I started not liking it as much but it was because of people okay yeah it was the people that were around you Mm -hmm. okay they didn't take it as seriously as you did or it was kind of annoying and then some (laughs) coaches that's why i say you are who you surround yourself yeah the energy you're around is it can take and sway you yeah but i don't think i ever like brought myself down 
at any any point. I think I, I really was that person that just watched other people do things and I was just like shaking my head. Mm. But but that's not fun. So at some point, like I stopped taking it so seriously. So did, so did your teammates disappoint you or did you? Mostly adults that I was surrounded by okay. and, the, and also te- some teammates. Okay. And, and so that, and that disappointment made you cause you to lose love. That's mm-hmm. much love for the game. It wasn't fun. Okay. Yeah. Because I remember uh, going into your junior, I mean, senior year, you were like, you know, I'm just going to play high school ball and get my get a scholarship and go play football. You even told her one time, Kennedy, focus on your grades because you're not going to go pro in softball. So get the best scholarship you can get. So, but, and, and the thing is, is, sometimes it's not really the disappointment that you go through. It's how you respond to the disappointment, Right. Because, I mean, these, I mean, whether it be a choice, if you make a bad choice and the bad choice uh, causes you to do something that's stupid or it causes you to end up in a bad situation, then what you, I mean, you, you handle that situation. Man, I never really taught y'all how to play spades or anything like that. But in, in spades, one thing you do is you play the cards you're dealt. And that's the thing about life is that life deals its cards. And when you, when you pick up your cards, I mean, you just put everything in, in the right suit or together, and then you play the card. And if you got the right card, that one card can change the game. Mm-hmm. Am I right about that? So, things mean your job can disappoint. If you got a job, and uh, that's that, man, I mean, me personally, I am one, and y'all have watched me, and that, that I probably underachieved a whole lot. And I know I definitely just probably disappointed some people in my, in my, in my life, but uh, I was never one that really liked working a nine to five. I never, I never, I never enjoy. I never liked you telling me that I could only work for a certain salary. I never liked anyone. I've always worked commission jobs. My biggest motivator was a bad week. <laughs> if I had a job a week where I had a zero check, then the next week you best believe I was gonna break the bank trying to make, you know, trying to make up for last week. So, and then it just got to a point where a certain at a certain point where when I would go to work, I would literally sit in work, or sit in my chair for hours straight with stress in my shoulders because I just hated being in that environment. And when in 2017, after we got separated and I moved out and I lost my job, I haven't worked a nine to five since then. And my bills are paid <laughs> and I eat every day. And I, you know, y'all, I'm able to take care of you guys, all those things. And, but, uh, but the reason I can do those things now is because I do things that I'm passionate about. You understand what I'm saying? And so I would rather do something that I'm passionate about and 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 invest in me if that makes sense then invest in somebody else that's going to end up disappointing me in the process and I, and you know what and i think and maybe y'all and y'all can unpack this and tell me what y'all think about this uh i think sometimes we as cancers zodiac sign we harden our shells and insulate ourselves so much that we don't want to put faith in other people because if we put other faith in other people we know that they can potentially let us down. So the best thing for us to do really is to really put faith in ourselves. Would, would either of you all agree with that? 100%. <laughs> Every group project, I'll be like, I'll turn it in. Because I, I just got to make sure, especially it was just with this online, this first school year, I'll turn it in. It's just a click of a button, but uh-huh. I know that I'm going to click the button to what, turn it in. What about you, Trey? Uh, I like delegating. You like delegating, mm-hmm. but you like being in control, though. Yeah. Now, let me ask something. Okay, so since you said that, that's good. Mm-hmm. You like to delegate. Mm-hmm. Do you follow, do you trust them to do what you delegate them to do, or do you do you check them while they're delegating, while you're going through mm-hmm. it? Like, if the deadline's on the 21st, 
Are you going to check with them on the 19th? Oh, yeah. To see if they're for on sure. the process? Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, yeah. the, the old thing is the test of true leadership is when you're willing to give it away. I mean, test the true, excuse me, the test of true power is when you're willing to give it away, mm -hmm. right? So that means if I give you a responsibility and I tell you to do it but have it done by the 21st, then by the 21st, I expect it done. Expect it done. But if you're not, but I'm like you, I don't want to be disappointed. So I'm I'm checking with you on the 18th. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna check with you on the 19th. I'm probably gonna check with you again on the 20th. Cause if, if it looked like you ain't gonna get it done on the 20th, then I'm gonna get it done. Oh, yeah. I need I need a little cushion to make sure I get it done. Right. And and I think that in essence uh protects us or insulates us from being disappointed. Would you agree with that? I agree. Okay. So that's kind of putting what protective measures in place. Mm -hmm. So would you would you suggest that in order to avoid disappointment? That you should put protective measures measures in place. Yeah, and it's sad that we have to. Though. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So let's 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 talk about the three reasons why disappointment is good. Disco, you might want to hear this part right here. Uh, I've, I've read in one article today, John Wilson. Also, if you stay up tonight, if you stay up, I'm right around the corner from you. I will drop your shirt off. Purple and gold, which purple and gold tray, you can say what is the art, the art to whatever. You can say I can't say it. I can't say it. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want. I, um, I can't understand what you're saying. Uh, but so three reasons that disappointment is good. It one reason disappointment is good. It means that you you are passionate for something, right? In other words, if you in disco, you are super passionate about everything that you do. I give you credit for that. But if you're passionate for something, then you put yourself in a position for something to disappoint you. Does, you, does that make sense to you? Yes. It does make sense? Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, means, uh, if you mean, that means... And uh, Martin Luther King said something a long time ago. He said, there can be no disappointment where there is not deep love. What does that mean to you, Kennedy? If you don't truly care about something, you won't be disappointed to a crippling extent or mm -hmm. a mentally crippling extent. I miss my child. Mm -hmm. Say, Trey, what does that mean to you? Say it again. There can be no disappointment. And Kennedy, you're 100% right. That's why I had a sound. That was good. There can be no disappointment where there is not deep love. Oh, yeah. Okay. You won't be disappointed by something you aren't passionate about. Yeah. I mean, if, if you aren't passionate about it, it won't affect you regardless. So it means though it's not really a bad thing when something disappoints you. That means mm -hmm. that you have a that means you have a deep heart for something. That means that you have a deep passion for it. And because you have a deep passion for it, then it, in essence, stands the potential of disappointing you. And that's not a bad thing. That's, that's not a bad thing. Another thing is, when another reason that disappointment is good is because it means that there is an opportunity for growth. Right? That means that there's an opportunity for growth. So, if you, so say, for, say for instance, if you... Uh, have a certain expectation and you don't meet that expectation, but yet and still you went through the experience of trying to meet that expectation, right? Then what happens is if you don't pick up anything else, you at least pick up experience. And if you pick up experience, 
then you can think of troubleshooting like this. Troubleshooting, excuse me, you can think of disappointment like this. It's almost like a troubleshooting tool. Mm -hmm. So you can go back and look at every at every decision that you made, every action that you made, everything that you did in the process, and you can say, okay, well, this went wrong, or this went wrong, or I made a left here when I should have made a right, or I should have done this when I should have done that. And you're using it as a troubleshooting tool, right? But the only way that works is if you have the proper perspective. What do y'all think? I yep. agree with that. If you, if you see what mistakes you've made, then you can change them. You're not going to do the same thing over and over again if you're being disappointed constantly. Yeah. What about you, Turk? Yeah, like I, I, I agree that it's just all about perspective, really. Mm -hmm. It's it's really all about perspective. Uh, if if you can find the best in your disappointments, you probably change your mindset to be like it's just part of growing. Yeah. You know, life and life is really too short to have too many disappointments. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 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 and, and y'all, let, let me put this caveat out here about Trey because I mean a lot of y'all talking about how intelligent Trey is, and Trey is super intelligent. Trey Kennedy, all my children, like I said, uh, intelligent. But Trey don't listen. Trey, when he wakes up in the morning, Trey don't listen to a whole lot of bull stuff on the radio. When you get in the car with Trey, seven times out of ten, he's listening to podcasts. He's listening to things that are going to enhance or build his mind. Okay? Now, there's a balance. Now, he does listen to, what's the boy named Rod Wave and all the other kind of people. He does listen. I even know who Rod Wave is on a lot of songs now without him having to tell me. But with that being said, he gets enough balance to feed his mind properly so that he has the right strength. Does that make sense to you? So when he says it's all about perspective, he's saying it's all about perspective for a reason, okay? Because his perspective has been shaped. What do you tell us, Trey? We're the average of what? The top five people that we hang around. Mm -hmm. So if you're hanging around a whole bunch of miserable, upset people all the time, then what's going to happen? Then you're going to have a miserable perspective. Miserable perspective. You're going to have a, a poison perception. You're going to look at life in a negative way all the time, and that's the last thing we want to have. And so, and and at that point, see, when when you really know who you are, when you really are comfortable in your own skin, then you don't have a problem looking in the mirror and seeing what's wrong with you. Now, here's the thing. As men, especially African-American men, we're taught that we're supposed to be so tough and that we're supposed to shoulder all of the responsibility. If, if it's a mistake, then we, we throw ourselves on the altar. We do all of those things. But at the end of the day, but it also helps us to look in the mirror and not be delusional as it relates to our current states, whatever those current states are. All right. So phone number again, 678-638. 6626. Phone number again is 678 638 6626. You ready to give another way, uh, give another t shirt away, Kennedy? Indeed. The top one, uh, let me see. Just we go, we get ready for the next giveaway. We've already given away one t shirt tonight. Uh, Kimberly Fox Steps has won the first t shirt. Who went? Who's our second winner? Miss Ashley Granberry. Yeah, Miss Ashley Granberry. She also wins a shirt. It's going to be, uh, she already shared with me her size. We had a contest on Instagram and Facebook. Trey, tell them the rules one more time. You had to like the post. Like the post. 
tag two friends. Tag two friends. And subscribe on YouTube. And subscribe on YouTube. So many people were liking the post, but some weren't tagging two friends. Some were subscribing subscribing on YouTube, but wasn't liking the post. But you had to do all three things. And Kim did that. And Ashley did that. And we're going to give away one more before the night is over. Okay. So we talked about three reasons why disappointment is good. The first one means that you are passionate for something. The second one is that you have an opportunity for growth. But the third one, and this one is going to be somewhat oxymoronic, but it is that disappointments make you stronger. I'm do a sermonic pause right there. Disappointment makes you stronger. Why does it make you stronger? Because disappointments teach you how to work through your emotions. Do you think you work through your emotions pretty good, Kennedy? Tell the truth. I think I'm fine. You think you're fine? All the time? Uh, no. (laughs) You think you're better now than you used to be? Um... Yes. Okay. Good. Good. What about you, Trey? How you think you think you handle your emotions well? I don't really get too emotional about too you. You don't. I've never. I, I'm a. And that's. I'm gonna be honest. I've known this kid twenty three years now, and I don't think I've ever. I don't think I. Only time I saw you emotional was one time the little boy stole your candy off the bus. He was hot that day, boy. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> Trey used to sell candy at school. He used to go to school every day, literally, and make about thirty or forty dollars selling candy at school. I put it. We put it in. He was hustling early in the fifth, sixth grade. He was selling his candy. So he was going to school every day. And one day, the Joker got him on the bus. They got him to turn his head for a moment. And when he turned his head for a moment, he came home. Boy, he and we walked in the house first, and he threw that back book bag. I mean, threw that book bag. Wow. And then, and then he said, they got me. I said, what's wrong? They stole my candy. I said, oh, my God. He was hot. And all I could do as a dad was say, hey, you got to learn from what you did. And I think we went right back to the store and bought some more candy that night. And we went back the next day. And they, I promise they didn't steal nothing from him again. You know what I'm saying? But it was watching him deal with that disappointment because he was the candy man at school, man. He was, I mean, he, you, I'm, telling, I'm telling your story. You tell your own story. I, I guess I sold candy for cheaper than it was in a vending machine. That's about all I had going. I walked around with fifty, sixty dollars worth of candy every day and made like thirty, forty dollars a day. Every day. In fifth grade. In the fifth grade, man. He was doing his thug sizzle, man. And uh what are you gonna say? I just I was saying I can't believe he got away with that. It's illegal now. You're not supposed to do that. Oh no! You got away with it in Rockville County, you, but when you came to Cobb County, Palmer, you, you did. You, I did it everywhere. Yeah. Did it at I thought you stopped. I thought you remember Mr. Aryan or something help you or yeah. telling? Yeah. <laughs> wow, I don't remember that. But yeah. So, but anyway, he that was a disappointing time for you, and and honestly, like I said, uh, that was really one of the only times I really watch you show emotion like this, especially having me as a dad, because I would I wore my feelings on my sleeve. I would get into I know there were several times, well we'll get into that a little bit later on, but but uh but disappointments, if you deal with them enough, they'll teach you how to deal with your emotions. Mm-hmm. And when they teach you how to deal with your emotions, after a certain point, then after being disappointed enough and not and not saying that you should welcome disappointment or that we long for disappointment. But the thing is, is that when we face disappointment, then we should be able to handle it in a certain way. And if we handle it a certain way, then uh, then it makes us stronger for the next uh, trial or the next uh, tragedy or whatever else 
that is that we go through. Would y'all y'all agree with that? Yep. So let's move on. So how do you how how to uh how to deal with disappointment? One one thing you do when you want when it comes to dealing with disappointment is you accept the feeling. Yeah. I mean that it it's it's such a miscalculation, if you will, to act like when you're disappointed, to act like you're not disappointed. And you just want to sweep it under the rug mm -hmm. and move on. Because if you sweep enough dust under the rug, what happens? Creates a lump. It creates a lump. Did, did you, you make that up on your own? I mean, a, a lot of dust under the road. <laughs> I know, man. I've been saying it all my life, but I don't remember ever telling you that, so I ain't want to take credit for that one. <laughs> but uh, it, it does. If, if you keep on creating, I mean, taking dust, and you sweep it under the rug, then it's going to create a lump. It's going to create a big pile of dust. When you step on it, it's going to make a little cloud. It's going to do a whole bunch, a bunch of things. And eventually, at, at some point, you're still going to have to end up sweeping up more dirt, right? So why not deal with, instead of sweeping it under the rug, go ahead and sweep it in the dust pan, Throw it away, so that way, and, and and so that way you can move on to whatever the next thing is. Anything that life deals us, I think. I, okay, this this is what I want to say. I think life, life lends lessons. Y'all heard me say this before. Life lends us lessons. It's on us to consider the clues. Mm -hmm. And so, so many times we move along in life, and we don't consider the clues. I mean, life is steadily teaching you this. And teaching you that, you know, if if you broke now, truth be told, this ain't your first time being broke. <laughs> and so, if you were, if you made it out last time, or you made it through last time, then guess what? Nine times out of ten, when this process is over, you're gonna make it out on this time too. I mean, if you got a common cold, they, 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 there's a, there's the old the, the saying is there's no cure for the common cold, right? Mm -hmm. So really, with the common cold, all you can do is Wait it out. <laughs> Put some fluid in you. Drink some juice or whatever you're going to do. Go to bed. Next two or three days, boom, you use it back. 24 hours with a 36 hours, you use it done with it, right? Same thing with a trial. Same thing with disappointment. If you deal with it, if you handle it, if you make the necessary adjustments, if you do whatever you need to do, then you put yourself in the best possible position to move on from the disappointment. But the only way that can really happen is to accept how you feel. And while you're accepting how you feel, you got to remember this. And this is what we all need to say. If anybody's on listening on the screen and you're dealing with any type of disappointment, listen, on, on, listen to me right now. If you're dealing with any type of disappointment and it seems to be weighing you down or it's causing you to lose sleep or causing you to need a pill and go to bed at night, do me a favor. If you don't want to type it on screen, say it to yourself. Say this, I am not a disappointment. I might have been disappointed, but I am not a disappointment. You need to realize you are not a disappointment. Trey, when you slid in the second base, realize your shoulder was dislocated. A little bit later on, you realized that you wasn't gonna be able to come back because it was worse than you thought it was. Did how did it did it make you how did it make you feel? I did, wasn't that disappointed. You wasn't that disappointed at all? No. You wasn't you were cool with it. I was. Okay. That's when I knew. Yeah. You knew that was it. Yeah. Wow. And when you I know you accepted it before we did. But you but you know, the only reason I think I, I hadn't accepted because I hadn't heard it from you yet. Not out your mouth. But when you told me, hey, Dad, I'm done. I'm out. I'm like, and then you told me why. Okay, cool. I was disappointed because I thought 
that you weren't going to experience the dream that I thought you wanted. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like you said, it, uh, it, you had to, and that, and that's you know, man, that that's a powerful mental position to be in, to look in a very mature position. Excuse me, I'm sorry, hit my knee on the table. But uh, you, that's a very mature position or a mature perspective to take to say that it wasn't so much you weren't so sure that it it was the game that you wanted, but it was what the game would have offered you, and now you're getting similar to what the game could have offered you anyway. Anyway, that's crazy. It is, isn't it? That what, but what that means is that certain principles in life are they're just principles, right? And it's just how you transfer those principles because some of those transferable principles are also translatable. A lot of the, a lot of the discipline, a lot of the uh, games within a game, yeah, a lot of the mentalities. I agree. Yeah, a lot of those things that you use in baseball were translatable and transferable skills. Mm-hmm. The even you, I mean, y- y'all got the discipline of going to practice several times a week. You got the discipline of a time practice. You knew what you were going to do at this time. You knew what, the, what I guess the word I'm going to use is structure. You knew uh, when you had to be on the road to go out of town, if they gave you a per diem, you had to stay within the uh, parameters of that per diem. All those things, right? You had to learn, even you now, with your, with your club softball team. I mean, when y'all went out of town, then you had to, you know, you got the hotels, you kept the money, you helped with the raffles, all those things. Those were transferable slash translatable skills that you picked up in one area and they were able to transfer to other aspects of life. And I think with those translatable skills, that that also helps you deal with disappointment. What's your, what's your name? Mm, yeah, I'm trying to figure out the best way to come out and respond to it. Uh, Yeah, I will say in my experience, a lot of things I did deal with especially in college, are setting me up for the successes I'm seeing now. Just a, like you said, a sense of discipline, consistency, and having a schedule is, is making for a lot of success. Doing the same thing over and over and over, you'll eventually see success if you're on the right path. Mm-hmm. And then just the sport itself, like if you oh. strike out one at bat, you can't go thinking you're going to strike out the next bat. you got to have a short memory. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a whole nother paradigm because the, you, in, in, in the game within itself, you have a disappointment. You can have disappointments within the game. It's funny. And then... You still got to play for another hour. If you make an error... Can't think about it. If you make an error... And strike out three times. Or strike out three times. <laughs> and, and, we're really, and before you struck out three times, you struck out twice. And you're going up again... <laughs> Knowing that this guy or this girl is throwing a rise ball and she struck out the other four people right in front of you and you're trying to time it, but you've already struck out twice. So you've already been disappointed twice. And it, you got to find a new game plan. What are you going to swing at this time? Wow. That's real good. That's real good. All right. So come, so come back to you, Trey. Uh, oh, just having – so uh, my mentor basically says – people always ask, when did you see a, a transition in your in your trading and he said, I did the same thing every day for two years. Wow. Same thing every day for two years, and it eventually clicks. Just clicks. You see the same thing every day. It's a chart. You see the same patterns every day. And he said, I did the same thing every day for two years straight. I, he said, I didn't want to work 40 hours, so I did three hours a day, five days a week, 15-hour work week, and I could do whatever I want to do. And that's the model you've chosen now. 
Now, did you face any disappointments in trading? Yes. There's a whole I still do. <laughs> I still do. But it's just a whole bunch of like trial and error, basically. And you're always learning. And it's crazy because even my mentor, he said he didn't start trading seriously until he was 29. And that's what blows my mind about me. So I, I just turned 23. And just I feel like my my what I can do is so limitless, you know? So what? Limitless. Like I don't I don't know. Like you asked me what, what I, I want y'all to I want y'all to poll. I want y'all to everybody listen, I want you to pause and hear what my son just said. Most people talk about how limited things are, but what he just said was that what you can do is so limitless. Limitless. How much money I can make. I don't know what I can do. I don't I mean that's I like how I, I can determine that. Yeah. And, and, and that's 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 because if you take a regular job, I, mean, I was talking to somebody about this last week because I was trying to talk to talk a person into going into insurance to selling insurance. And I think that person makes twelve, thirteen dollars an hour, fourteen dollars, whatever it is, whatever it is, it ain't no more than about thirty one, thirty two thousand dollars a year. And that person literally told me that they were kind of nervous about giving up their job because they didn't want to give up their ten thousand dollar refund check that they get once a year. It's a poor man's mindset. Okay, so thirty thousand dollars a year plus ten thousand dollars a year is forty grand, right? But the job I'm trying to offer them give them the potential of making ten thousand dollars a month, right? So one hundred twenty thousand dollars versus forty thousand dollars, but really ain't forty because you had to pay taxes on that. And even if it's one hundred twenty, if you pay thirty percent in tax, that's thirty six thousand of one hundred twenty. You still bring home eighty four thousand dollars. But you're still waiting around for. Let me tell you, I would much rather get a refund check every month than to get a refund check in in January, February, March. And Kenny, Kenny said, "What are y'all talking about?" Mm-hmm. Kenny never had no job. She had to. He said, that's, it's her. That's how we wanted it. She's learned her life. Uh, but uh, but yeah, this this you said something that which is the next point of how to deal with disappointment is that you learn from it. Yeah. So it's funny. Uh, like I said, I always related it to trading, but. My people say these will be the cheapest mistakes of your life. So I make like if I lose a thousand, two thousand, I hope I can lose thirty thousand one day. Because <laughs> if you can afford to lose thirty thousand, how much I did lose you lose a million dollars in a day? How much did you have if you lost that? Money? Well, if I risk that, that is that's three million. So that'd be one percent. Wow. Yeah, so that'd be one percent of a three million dollar account. Mm. That's crazy. So you hope you can lose a million. I hope I can lose. That means you're in a position to lose it. Because most people wouldn't even that yeah that that's Brandon you're right that's deep. If you were in a position to lose a million dollars, because most people would be disappointed if they if they where they went to the mo- and it, all right let's go back let's go back let's go back. You, the time you got lost the candy you were super disappointed right when they took your money. But the time you lost the wallet you wasn't that disappointed. Never will forget Trey he went to, we were at the job at work he went to Popeyes. Went to get something to eat. He was kind of young and naive. Went to 16, 17 years old. Just started driving. Left his wallet on his tray. Walked to the bathroom. Somebody stole it quick as possible. He came back to work. Said, Dad, somebody stole my wallet. He didn't, wasn't crying. Wasn't upset. Wasn't mad. None of that kind of stuff. Now, that could have easily been quantified as qualified as a, as a disappointment. But it was how he handled it. And because of the way, and, and, and I don't know if it was only the way he handled it. But or it was also the way I handled it because all I said was basically, well, first of all, you shouldn't have left your wallet on the tray. Second of all, it's cool. We'll go get you a new license. We'll order you a new, you got to order your new debit card. Got to get you a new wallet. Boom, you learn from it. Will you do that again? No. Nope. All right. So whatever disappointment you you face in life, 
make sure that you learn from it. Then you learn. Same thing, same thing, same thing. Another thing is when you face disappointments, instead of focusing on what you lost, focus on what you still have. COVID should have opened a lot of people's eyes and face. Ooh, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, that's definitely true. COVID should have opened a lot of people's eyes. Even me, when I when uh when I went through my personal, even with the divorce and all that kind of stuff, for a while I sat here, I sat on the couch with a woe is me mentality, thinking about everything that I lost instead of focusing on what I still had, you know, and uh because. I mean, I felt it was a it was a long, a long time of feeling whatever, yeah, whatever. But it was never a time that I could that I couldn't call Kennedy. <laughs> was never a time I couldn't call Trey. Yeah, was never a time Mackenzie wouldn't call say, Dad, I love you. All this type of things. Uh, we whenever I called them, let's go out to eat. We went out to eat if uh, Trey was out of town. And I'm sure even if I, I can think of a time in particular, Trey probably was too man enough man enough not to want to talk about it. But I know for one particular instance that I and we're not going to lift it up. But I know I disappointed him, and I disappointed him for a while. He, we didn't talk for a minute. I mean, but it wasn't as noticeable because he was at school. But we we fell out, you know. What I mean, but he fell out with me, and I knew it. I mean, I, I knew it. I mean, she started almost disconnected me on social media and all kind of stuff because I made. And this is just me being transparent. He probably he wouldn't have never said anything about it. But you know what? Even during that whole time of that disappointment, he never disrespected me. He never called me and said he, he never had never had words, anything of the sort. And 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 through the process of time, we I think what we're closer now than we've ever been before. Mm -hmm. What 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 changed to help you get beyond that disappointment? Mm -hmm. Realizing people do make mistakes, you know, and no mistake should be granted as bigger than the other. God said it shouldn't. Okay. You know, <laughs> it's a lot. Who are we to say? You know, honestly. That's how I feel about it. Gotcha. And I and I and I think I think a lot of that also is that uh I grew up. Yeah, that's true. I grew up I grew up late. Sometimes as men, we grew up late. And I, I grew up I, I can I think for a season of my personal life, I kinda stopped the growth process. You know what I'm saying? I kinda was kinda mute, uh, if you will, or kinda I don't know what had happened. I just kinda just I was just kinda blind because I had I I had dealt with so many disappointments. And it seemed like every, it seemed for, to an extent, I used to hear Bishop Kenneth Robinson say that it's like pouring water on a drowning man. It seemed like every decision that I made was a bad decision, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, but even during those bad decisions, even through those disappointments, I tried my very best to make sure that y'all looked good. You know what I'm saying? That y'all played, y'all made the part, y'all did what you all were supposed to do, or y'all didn't miss anything, you know, anything of the sort. And, and if anything went wrong, I tried my best to take the blunt of that responsibility, you know what I'm saying? And, right. and, that, and to be honest with you, that was tough. That was hard, man, you know, because it was a season that, I don't know if y'all have ever felt like this, when you're in a crowded room, but you feel like you're all by yourself. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's, for a long time, that's where I was in my personal life, man. And and when you do that, uh, it's 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 in essence, in a sense, kind of uh, kind of dysfunctional. And and when it's dysfunctional, you begin to allow that to become your new normal. You feel what I'm saying? And you start. It's like it's almost like swimming in mud. 
You know what I'm saying? You looking for clear water, but you can't get it. You know what I'm saying? And that's and that's where I was. I mean, I had disappointed. I, y'all, the reason why I was a disappointment to y'all, and I don't know if I was ever one to you or not. You never expressed it. But the reason why I was a disappointment to you all probably was because I was a disappointment to myself. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I was one that felt like I was supposed to be a millionaire, but I didn't know what kind of job I had to, to, to get to, to become the millionaire. It's hard to have one. Uh-huh. It's hard to have a it's job. To have. <laughs> a and, and you watch me, man. I would go buy stuff and resell it. You know, clothes. How many businesses can you remember me having growing up? At least five. At least five. You know how many did you? Because you didn't pay attention as much. One, <laughs> two, two, two. Kennedy, and that that lets you know we could be in the same house but be oblivious. So Kennedy was concerned about two things. Number one, that dog. That's Chloe, our dog. And number two, well, I forgot three things. Two was TV, and three was her grade. And how I, about and, we restructure the priority? Well, I, I was just going to say that that's not TV. TV's got to be top. <laughs> <laughs> TV's number three. Yes, my grades, the dog, and then okay, the grades, the dog. Sure. Can we go one and one A? How about two. one and one A and one one B number two? Oh <laughs> now we're gonna leave her alone. You know she will beat us up on the way home tonight. But no, we got. But we got. But when when disappointment comes, beloved, when when disappointments come, you still got to refocus on what you still have. Okay, now. Uh, another thing, and we're going to go to a couple more points because we're getting close. Oh, we got one more t-shirt to give away. We got one more t-shirt to give away. We do. Uh, we got one more t-shirt. We're giving one. The first one was to Kimberly Fox Steps. The second one was to Ashley Granberry. And the third one will be to... Tony Layton. Tony Layton. This one right here. That one is going to go to Tony Layton. Tony Layton. If anybody tags, uh, sees him or t- knows him, tag him. And let him know that he won a t-shirt. All of you winners, I need you to inbox me your address. Don't worry about shipping. I will take care of that, okay? I'll take care of that. Why? Because I appreciate you for listening. Uh, Tony Layton, you won a shirt. Kimberly Fox Steps, you won a shirt. And Ashley Granberry, you won a shirt. Now, when you all get these shirts in the mail, I'm going to ask that you would take a picture of them. Uh, and uh, hashtag on the path to better, tag me, let me see you wear your shirts. Anybody else that does not have a shirt and wants a shirt, they are available uh, up to an XL by $18 plus shipping and handling. Anything 2X and above is $20 plus shipping and handling. Uh, We're using the foil letters. You let me know what color you want, and I will make that happen for you. you. You will have them in your hands within seven to 10 days at the very, very latest, okay? So that's just another commercial right there. Kennedy, we gotta do some real commercials and put them, put them in the middle of the show so we, as we begin to expand our podcast, okay? All right, so how to deal with disappointments. Uh, first one is, uh, next one is to keep a positive attitude. In other words, uh, seek positive actions to recharge yourself. When you are dealing with disappointment, what, Kennedy, What's some what's some things you do to recharge yourself? Uh, well, I'll sit and I'll watch TV because it's a mindless activity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and y'all just said that, so just like that. <laughs> is that the, is that the only thing you do? Mainly, um, pretty much. I don't okay. really. 
what do you do, Trey, when you, when, you need, when you need to recharge? I either take a step back totally, don't even think anything about it, or I dive in real hard and go uh, study. Go study something. So when you, so you, so personal you, development or study the the focus, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, it's it's really one extreme or the other one. I don't really teeter in the middle. I either want to get totally away from it or I want to dive right into it. Okay. Those that are in the chat, what's some things you do when you start to deal with disappointment? What, what's 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 some of the things that you do to help you deal with disappointment? Some of the things you can do is you can always talk to a friend. But listen to what I'm saying. If you're gonna talk to a friend, talk to a positive friend. Mm-hmm. For instance, if you if you if you're in marriage, first of all, you don't need to talk to nobody. If you're married, you don't need to talk to nobody but Jesus and your spouse. To be honest with you, but if you if you decide to talk to anybody else. Make sure you talk to somebody who's been in a marriage for a long time, uh, but don't talk to somebody who's just recently divorced or who's never been married or who's never been in a good relationship. Who can? Because nine times out of ten, those people are not going to give you. Well, I ain't gonna say nine. I just say eight and a half. Eight and a half times out of ten, those people are not going to give you the best advice. Give it to somebody who's been in a marriage for a long time, who is an advocate for marriage, uh, who's a proponent. Because those individuals are probably going to give you the best advice. So any type of disappointment that you're dealing with, deal with some, talk to somebody who has experience in that area. And if they don't have experience in that area, at least experience in the area of being positive and knowing how to use positive. Because really, positive reinforcement works in every in every aspect, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, so seek positive actions uh, to recharge yourself. Like you can pray, you can. Uh, Talk to a positive friend. Me personally, when I get upset like that, I need to take a nap. <laughs> I need to lay down because when I get that upset, I, I got to calm down. The best way for me to calm down is to take a nap uh, or to walk. Or, well, I'm not going walking nowhere. Everybody knows I ain't walking around the corner unless I'm walking Floyd. But uh, well, I need to get in the car and drive. But I got to do something uh, to, uh, to, to recharge myself. We're going to do one more and then we're going to shut this down for the night. Uh, the next one is, oh, and I like this one. So let's, 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 okay, yeah. Yeah, this one is good. This one is good. Yeah. Kim, if you're still there, write this in the chat for me. The next thing you need to do is attach to your desire and not your goal. Mm-hmm. Pre- break that down, Trace, as you said to talk to your attention. Yeah, man. I was looking at that. And uh, I think desires are much deeper than goals. Anyone can write down some goals, but if you really desire it, you're going to get it. Exactly. You're going to get it because anything is achievable. And people don't really take that seriously. If you can see it, you can do it. Yeah. And I don't think people really believe it when they say it. But yeah. if you can see it, you can do it. Well, seeing it, like we say, if you see it, you can be it. If you can see you know, if you can seek it, you can achieve it. But if you do those things, but the way it works is it's not the seeing aspect of it. It's the planning that goes after seeing. It is. A lot of people, have, they just say, I'm going to do something and wait on it to happen. Yeah. And I don't understand. I mean, I do understand it. People just, they hope and pray. And, but it takes action. Peter and John in the Bible were two totally contracts of personality. One was a dreamer, one was a doer. Got a lot of dreamers in the world, but a lot of dreamers get stuck not doing. That's why so many vision, there's so much vision stuck in the graveyard right now. Mm-hmm. But so much grave that would never, ever... Okay, uh, Kim says she never didn't catch the last part. Attach your des- attach to your desire and not your goal. Attach to your desire and not your goal. In other words, because what happened is, if you have a desire and you set a goal and you don't achieve the goal, then you'll be disappointed because you didn't achieve the goal. 
But the fact of the matter is, you shouldn't be upset that you didn't achieve the goal. You should be thankful that you have the desire because the desire can go in a whole bunch of different directions, but end up with a, with the same outcome or with the necessary outcome. Mm-hmm. But because we don't reach the goal the first time, then what we do is we think it's something wrong with the desire. No, it's nothing wrong with the desire. The problem is you just got to figure out how to put the process in place to get you to the expected goal that you, goal that you're trying to get to. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. All right. So what are your goals? What's your goal for this next this next year? Mm, of course, to um, keep my grades up and also hopefully to win a championship with the club. Do you want to have a season this year? Cool, cool, I cool, so. cool, cool. Listen, I want to get the kids on. Maybe not the kids; they're grown. I want to get them on tonight because they're going to be leaving up, leaving me soon. And honestly, I just it makes me smile just to hear them talk. To be honest with you, and it keeps me from having to talk as much. But that last point for those that missed it was to attach to your desire and not your goal. Attach to your desire and not your goal. When you are disappointed, your source of disappointment is rooted in your attachment to a certain outcome. When you don't achieve the outcome, you are naturally disappointed. But remember that the outcome is a reflect is merely a reflection of an underlying desire. Everything, if you have a desire, the desire is actually the platform or the launching pad to get you to any goal, any destiny that you want anything you want. Your difficulty was not, or your disappointment was not designed to destroy you. It was not designed to deteriorate you, but instead it was designed to develop you. If you view it properly, if you view it it improperly, you're going to lose a lot of sleep. You're going to have a lot of gray hair, all those things. But hey, we're going to make it through. Listen, I'm getting ready to go. I'm getting ready to go. Um, We've enjoyed you talking, enjoyed this conversation for the last hour. Uh, Kennedy, hopefully you'll be able to come back before you go to school. But if you don't, hey, we, we want you to go and make straight A's and keep doing as close as you can and keep doing your thing. Uh, and we'll, we'll, uh, we're, and we're, we're excited. But uh, I want to congratulate all the winners tonight. Kimberly Fox Steps, Ashley Granberry, and Tony Layton. Thank you for participating. I'll do another challenge soon, and hopefully more people will participate but listen remember two things number one trying to create a community that is on the path to better we're on the path to better and the other thing is that uh, the world is changing and the question is why do you remain the same y'all have a good night and we'll talk to you later thank you all